0: I'm new to the whole cat mom thing, and every every time I go to do anything or sit anywhere, I find cat hair. There's like cat fur all over my co's blankie, cat fur on all my clothes, cat fur everywhere. Bentley sheds, but he definitely does not shed as much as Klein, which is our girl cat. It's a new experience. If anybody is a cat owner and has tips, like how do you keep your existence, you know, cat hair free? <laughs> I feel like I literally have to lint roll every day. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Coffee Talk podcast episode. Today it is a nice hot summer day outside and I am drinking lemonade today. So if you would imagine in our metaphorical virtual cafe that we're sitting down to have today's conversation. I ordered a lemonade. Let me know what you ordered down below, i.e. What are you drinking? What are you snacking on? What are you doing today as we chat? I would love to hear. Come on over to YouTube, leave a comment. Let me know. Unless you're listening to this and you're driving or walking, then keep doing what you're doing and do so safely. Today I want to talk about how or why or just in general the topic, the discussion of healing your inner child, specifically going into this month, these next few coffee talks, the next two or three might not all be fully spiritual, but they're definitely going to have a more spiritual undertone. That's kind of the theme I'm going with for July, something that popped up multiple times and in multiple different ways, and perhaps I can make it multiple conversations was this idea of the inner child. Now, initially I was gonna talk about going through somewhat of a quarter life crisis and feeling nostalgic for childhood and that type of feeling, which if you want that coffee talk, let me know down below in the comment section because I can still record that. I can still create that conversation for us. But it ended up leading into this whole healing of the inner child, which I think especially when it comes to maybe not so much the quarter life crisis, but definitely that childhood nostalgia and that yearning to go back to childhood or that yearning to go back to the feeling of what it's like to be a kid and just not have as much responsibilities, not have as much worries, not be so awake to the more horrible things that can happen on the planet or horrible things that are happening in the world. And just that feeling of freedom and almost naivety i don't know if that's the right word i want to use here but it's the only one that's coming to my brain to begin i think we should start with what even is the inner child now this definitely won't be a new concept to a lot of you but in case it is then let me explain from at least what i've come to know or understand is the inner child your inner child is the part of your soul at least i like to believe so that is you know, forever young. It's the part of your soul that will forever be a kid. It's it's the parts of you that were not just formulated through your childhood and can definitely be or leave scars or perhaps happy memories, you know, golden marks, let's say. But I think it's really just the part of you that will always be inside of you. It's the part of you that it will forever be a kid, forever be a child. Who you were before you became who you are now. You can go back in time and help parent your inner child. You can go back in time and befriend your inner child. You can go back in time and visit or just have happy memories or, you know, go through that nostalgia of the inner child. Why would you want to heal it? You're like, okay.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. When you angie that download the free angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's I.com. Hey,
0: okay, cool i've got an inner child who says it needs to be healed and it might not need to i think that there can be a lot of emphasis or a lot of chat or discussion around healing your inner child and i think that that's actually very telling because especially in the last few years i've noticed that even as i've come to understand what the inner child is and do my own healing process through therapy on my inner child I've noticed it in a lot more content, now that could just be my algorithms, but this concept is becoming more and more popular and more and more people are identifying with having scars in childhood that they would like to go back and would benefit from going back to healing. So you might not need to heal your inner child and a way to know that is if you identify later on in the discussion when we talk about how to reconnect with your inner child and like free your inner child, you might already be there and thus if you are there or maybe you've already gone through a healing journey then kudos to you if you're on youtube there are timestamps so you can skip forward from the healing part but think of it this way from the years of zero to seven those are our most formative years so for those seven years we are pure sponges all human beings we're pure little sponges during those zero to seven years a lot can happen those experiences can ripple into our adolescence now you can have really Amazing, groundbreaking experiences that happen from zero to seven that have made you who you are today. You know, maybe you were an animal lover and now you are a plant based person. I'm using my own personal experiences here, but that's what I only, the only thing I can pull from. Maybe you had trauma experiences or maybe you had difficult relationships with your initial caregivers. And that rippled into your adolescence, your teenage years. Again, speaking from personal experience here. Maybe you had big moments, small moments. Maybe you had someone pass away during those years. Maybe you had the most amazing, incredible experience that just destined you to the purpose or path that you you are on. So they don't need to necessarily be things that need healing. You can also wish to heal your inner child If there wasn't even anything that was necessarily traumatic, but you just feel out of touch, you don't feel like you're connected to your inner child anymore, that you're connected to that youthful side of your soul that is always gonna be there, it's always there. To reconnect with your innocence, to reconnect with your excitement, to reconnect with your imagination, your creativity, that can also come from working with and healing your inner child or your relationship to your inner child. You might wanna work through some hard or heavy experiences and I want to throw in just now before we even get deeper into this conversation. Time and time again as as I talk about topics that I'm coming from a place of my own experience but also my own internal wisdom, I cannot replace, and these coffee talks cannot replace the help of a professional or a guide. And I'm very open to whatever's going to work for you is what's going to work for you and I personally worked with a therapist and it was the most amazing decision I have ever made. The healing that I have done from 2018 to now is substantial and I owe so much of it, not just to my therapist, also to myself for putting in the work, but truly and honestly. The experiences I had with finally finding a therapist that I really bonded with and who was open to both the psychology but also the spiritual side of the things I was interested in, really helped me merge those two lanes and work with different brain pathways, work with different exercises, to heal that relationship and to heal a lot of childhood trauma that I had. And so let that be known that the first and best way that I think that you can heal your inner child and work on your relationship to your inner child is working with a therapist or working with a guide. There's a lot of great guides out there to just, you know, vet your guides, but I would definitely check out a lot of different guides out there. Check out things like hypnosis. Like if you are open-minded to those things, don't be afraid to try out different lanes. And then the last reason why you might want to heal your inner child is because as we grow into our teenage years and then we grow into our adolescent years, We very often, for the most part, a great deal of us are kind of thrown into society and society has its own rules and regulations that can actually, in a sense, disconnect us from the inner child, disconnect us from our youth. And we might, for many different reasons, but for one, we might try to blend in. We might try to conform to, belong to society, you know, so you really lose the part of yourself as a child that was very unique and very individual. We maybe stop being so imaginative and we try to get super logical. We try to have game plans. We stop having this sense of free spirit, freedom to just kind of take the day on, which makes sense to a, to a degree. We need that to a degree. We need it in the sense of the society and the culture that we do live in which is a capitalist society, a capitalist culture. We need to pay our bills. So we have to do other things in order to get those things done. But it can go above and beyond to the point that even when we do have pockets of free time or we don't plan our own pockets of free time we really do lose a sense of touch with that inner child so it might not even be a heavy past experience you might just literally feel disconnected from that part of you i'll tell you my personal experience with wanting to heal my inner child came from i had so many questions and i'm very inquisitive about not only the world outside and why things are the way they are why we do the things we do why society is a certain way or whatever it is, but I also have those very intrinsic (laughs) feelings and questions as well. I decided to heal my inner child because I knew that there was trauma from my childhood, specifically trauma that led all the way back to my infant years that I can't even fully remember. I can only sense and feel into them, but I don't have the actual cognitive memory of it. Experiences that I had from a disconnected parent that really formulated how I was behaving in my teens, in my 20s, And I was starting to feel the repercussions of those things. And I really wanted to furthermore also heal a lot of trauma that came from understanding in more later years, actual memories, things that I do recall happening that again happened to me in those zero to seven years and sometimes even later years that I wanted to be able to heal and reframe so I could stop behaving or reacting or, you know, what's a good word for it? self-protecting in a way that was actually harming me in my adolescent years. And I knew I wanted to work on those things and I wanted to understand those things as well. I wanted to forgive myself and heal those things because I knew that I could go years and years and years feeling resentful and feeling angry and feeling disconnected But the only person that was actually going to harm in the long run was myself. And so that's why I took the journey. That leads me into how do you actually work with and heal the inner child? Now, again, I want to just put it out there. Just like in anything, truly, I believe that you are your best guide throughout everything in life. So you can actually very likely sit down with a journal, ask yourself that very same question, and come up with things that intuitively will call to you. And I highly suggest you do it. But when I sat with this question of how to heal the inner child, the first thing that came up was working with a therapist or guide, especially if you're working with childhood trauma. And that is important because there are actual traumatic experiences that are very hard to go back and revisit. And doing so with a professional, especially a therapist when it's things that are very, very traumatic, will not only help guide you and keep you safe but will also be able to equip you with the right tools to feel like you are capable of going back and working and healing those very, very difficult things. Now number two is work through your childhood wounds. it's hard because I feel like the word trauma it's not that it's lost its meaning I'm just trying to be very careful with the difference between like wounds and trauma and not because I think that we need to police words or anything but there are traumatic experiences that are very, very different than the wound of feeling neglected. Or the, well, actually, that can be trauma. The wound of feeling, let's say, neglected by your peers, or like the wound of feeling left out, the wound of being bullied, but not bullied to a traumatic extent, but just lightly bullied. You know, there there are wounds that you can have that aren't full-on traumatic experiences. They're more wounds, you know? And so this is a little different. These are memories that are really hard or experiences that are really hard, but that have sat with you. Things that come to mind are, I'll again, just use personal experiences. Someone saying that I had hairy legs in grade two. So I literally started shaving my legs in grade two. Like that to me, as silly as that sounds in hindsight. And again, as someone that likes to try and understand society, I'm like, why am I a conditioned woman who shaves her legs and feels good when she shaves her legs? Like I do, my legs are shaved right now. I love having smooth, buttery legs. But I do also love understanding and and questioning why I have to shave my legs and my boyfriend doesn't. You know, it's not that big of a deal, but it's something that I'm just like curious about, you know? And when I go back to thinking, okay, well, when did I start shaving my legs? It was literally in grade two when the guy that sat in front of me in class turned around and told me that I was a woolly mammoth because my legs were super hairy. And so I started shaving my legs. I can remember. Being bullied for having boobs at a very early age. I, I started to hit puberty quite early and because of that I really suppressed a lot of my femininity in life and tried to really push it away and I tried to go a complete different route and get like into a super tomboy phase of my life which I think is something many people do but again that was a wound I had gotten bullied for this thing and it hurt and it's something that still sits with me to this day like I can specifically remember people telling me i stuffed my bra and like i can tell you exactly what their names were from elementary school those things sat with my psyche for a reason those things sat with my soul for a reason and this is where it might be difficult to pull out those things maybe not but journaling can really help i find that writing down like okay what hard experience from childhood what hard memories from childhood do i remember Another one that's not that big of a deal but it's just something that sits with me is that I had an older sister by five years and older cousins by three plus years. And for a while, until my brother was born, I was the youngest. I just remember feeling left out all the time. And so that, as silly as it was, nobody really meant any ill will. We were all kids, but that hurt when I was little. I felt very isolated. I felt very left out. So I went off and did my own thing. That was a wound for me as a kid. It wasn't trauma, but it was a wound. And the ways that you can connect with this, like I said, is by journaling them. You can also talk about it, and you don't have to talk about specifically like wounds. You can talk about obviously with a therapist or a guide, but you can also talk about wounds with friends. I have friends that in sharing my own childhood wounds finding out that they were going through the same thing at the exact same time and like how normal it is that That can be a very healing experience to understand. Wow We all got told that like we were ugly or we all got told that our legs were too hairy Or we all got told that we were fat or we all got told this 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 or this And that can be healing because it it makes it feel less isolating. You can also meditate on these things if you really wanted to there are some guided meditations out there I have done one with the Coast Flow studio where you go back and you visit your inner child and you talk about these experiences I've also done hypnosis like I mentioned earlier and in that actual hypnosis I went back to my kindergarten class and I spoke to my kindergartner self about some of the wounds that she was dealing with at that time at that age the feelings that she was having at that time at that age and it was very very healing for me but it was also very eye-opening to me because i had seen things and understood things and remembered things in that state of hypnosis hadn't really fully thought of in a long time or wasn't really looking at it through that lens so there's lots of options and you can explore them all and there's probably more than what i even just said the third way that you can heal the inner child is forgiveness and it's not a one-way street At least I don't think so, because for me, I felt like I not only had to forgive my inner child for the ways that she learned to cope when I went through my childhood trauma. I had to find empathy for her. I had to feel compassion for her. I had to literally go in one of my, like not, it wasn't like a regression. This was actually something I did in therapy that I'm happy to share. (laughs) But I went to my childhood bedroom, sat down on the bed with her while she was feeling super alone and isolated. And dealing with a wicked range of emotions going through puberty and I just cried with her I just cried with her and let her know that she wasn't alone as she cried because in my actual reality in the actual memory that happened I was alone as I cried so I went and sat with her as she cried to forgive her I had to feel compassionate towards her I had to have empathy for her I had to try and understand her understand how her mind was working out ways to try and protect her from all of these things she was feeling. But then I say it's a two-way street because I also think that forgiveness comes the other way too of your inner child will or can forgive you for losing that connection, for losing that relationship, for losing that touch, for no longer having that Creativity, that spontaneity. Why can't I? Spontaneity. That's the word today. That's the one we're going to get stumbled on. Being spontaneous. (laughs) For losing that ability to just like go with the wind or go with the flow or, or have fun or play. Like when was the last time you played? Your inner child can also forgive you as an adult or a teenager or whatever age you are now for losing that sense. It's a two way street. You forgive each other. You can do this quite literally, by writing a letter of forgiveness to the inner child, to the things you may have learned along the way that were picked up along the way that weren't actually yours, that you don't actually agree with, that you have empathy for your inner child for having to cope that way, coping mechanisms. And then also write a letter to yourself from your little child state, forgiving yourself. If you don't wanna do all of that, you can also just do it in a meditation. You don't even have to be meditating. You could be walking and just having that conversation with yourself in your mind. Don't feel crazy. It's very, very powerful and it's very, very healing. Now fourth would be to reconnect with your younger self, this is the part that, you know, you really get to have fun again and you get to explore what it's like to feel like a kid again. Things that make you lose sense of time, play, any kind of play, and play can be anything. Play can be painting, play can be hobbies. Play could quite literally be playing with a pet, playing with a kid, playing with a partner, playing with a friend, like just being goofy, being weird, laughing until your stomach hurts. Board games would be a great way that you can play. You can also try out different hobbies. You can try out different interests that you had as a kid, whether you were really into books, whether you were really into animals, whether you were really into nature or you know, crafts or fashion, like whatever you loved as a kid, whatever you were just like over the moon to spend time doing as a kid, try doing those things now. You can also reconnect with your inner child through things like music. What kind of music do you remember from being a kid, from being a child, hearing on the radio in your, in your family kitchen or when your grandparents took you to school, go back and revisit those songs. You can heal your inner child by actually spending time with people who knew you as a child, be it family, siblings, friends, grandparents, aunts, uncles, asking them questions, asking them to tell you stories about yourself as a little kid. You can also go back yourself and watch home videos if you have them or revisit photos of yourself as a little kid if you have them. You can even go as far as visiting places that you've been as a kid. Go and visit your childhood house if you can or places you went to that have really happy core memories. You can also, as a healing experience, go back to places that have harder memories. But again, like do so in your own level of comfort or range of comfort. Don't throw yourself into the deep ocean, you know? You can swim your way out deeper and deeper to things that were really, really hard that you have might've, might've experienced as a kid. And again, you can do so with other people or with the help of professional or a close family member, a sibling, a friend, someone that also can understand your position or maybe went through it with you. So just reconnecting to the actual external things of your childhood. And then finally, the things that at least I have on my list of ways you can heal and work with or reconnect with your inner child are to set your youthful spirit free. And this is kind of the same as the last step in the sense of you will set your youthful spirit free by having fun or, you know, by going back to things you used to love as a kid or going back to places or people or photos or videos or laughter or whatever it is. But specifically in a more being your youthful self in your own truest essence and form today would mean to be goofy, to play to have fun, to dance like nobody's watching, to section off time, to be creative, to be spontaneous, to go with the flow, to watch things that make you laugh, spend time with people that make you laugh, make new core memories that make you feel young again. I am a strong believer, a very strong believer that age is only relative to the physical time we've been on earth and has nothing to do with your soul or your spirit. You can be as young as you feel, and you can make yourself feel really young by doing the things that set your youthful spirit free, and there's so many different ways you can do that. Personally, I find dancing, especially if I don't have access to going out and doing things, like if I'm just by myself and I'm like, I really need this energy right now, I will put on music and dance so weird, and it's so freeing and so fun and makes me feel like, fun and just young again. I mean, another one is spending time with friends that you genuinely just know that you guys will laugh your butts off. Those are like great friends to keep around because it does, it unlocks that youthful side of yourself. Be goofy, spend time with people that you're allowed to just be weird, goofy, do weird faces, make weird noises, make weird dance moves, like amazing people to keep in your life, but also something you can do on your own or with a pet. Section off time for you to play, to have fun in whatever realm that means to you. Like what, however play translates itself to you, whatever feels right, whatever calls to your spirit, as play, do it. And that is at least in my eyes, a decent way that you can heal or work on reconnecting to your inner child. And not only does it give you that youthful expression, that youthful energy back in your life, Not only can it be super powerful, super healing to do this kind of work to section off time to really focus on your inner child. I think it also helps us, you know what, let me reframe that. It's helped me better understand why, better understand those deep inquisitive questions that I have about both the outside world and my own inside world, why am I here? Why do I exist? Why did I choose to incarnate at this time? How are those experiences? How do they play into who I am today? And all of these things are questions that I love to think about, but they also help me feel more at peace with where my life is at, what age I'm at, what stage of life I'm at, because they make me feel more at peace with the things that I know I'll never know until i know which will probably be after this lifetime i like to think or i love the romantic notion of believing we chose to be who we are we chose our parents we chose our life we chose some of the main experiences or at least some of the main struggles or themes or patterns in our life for a reason and doing this work has not only helped free myself from a lot of the things that i think would have become like actual issues especially later in adulthood Addiction runs in my family, mental health issues run in my family. And those were things that I knew from a very, very young age that I did not want to tie me down in life. And I think that's also why I chose to work with this stuff so early on in my adolescence, so early on in my life, because I could see the beginning foundations of those things starting to form. And it freed me, it freed me fully from that. And it also, it made me, in this new era of life that I'm about to walk into now, it made me really excited to be a parent. And the idea of having a little kid around is so exciting because I can, I I feel like I can reconnect with that part of myself while also still remaining the age I am, while also still holding the responsibilities I hold. So, deep breath. That felt good, it felt good to chat about this today. All my ice has melted in my lemonade, but it's really cold and really refreshing. And also actually very symbolic to childhood because one of the things I used to do when I was a kid, I was that kid that 100% had a lemonade stand outside in the summer and my brother who's five years younger than me i would make him sit there with me and work with me and then we would split the costs go to the corner store and buy a bunch of snacks for the night like so i didn't even mean to i was actually just craving lemonade today but this was actually the perfect perfect beverage choice for today's chat so let me know your thoughts your ideas anything that came to mind any stories you may have on this topic in the comment section over here on YouTube. If you feel like sharing something perhaps light about childhood, tell me one of your favorite happiest childhood memories. Tell me your favorite way to connect with your inner child or tell me the story that you've gone through with healing and working with your inner child. I would love to hear, I would love to know. And also too, just to create a nice little forum down below where people can go to to have this type of conversation. So feel free to co-mingle with other people that are also sharing stories because that's what this is all for. And without further ado, I am cheersing you guys a big tall glass of refreshing lemonade and giving you a very deep spiritual inner child hug, as corny as that sounds, and I will see all of you guys in our next Coffee Talk podcast episode. Bye, everyone.